Welcome to the It's a Hustle podcast. I am your host, Joe Garrix, coming to you from the Fairfield Comedy Club with our headliner, Usama Siddiqui. Usama, how are you? Holy shit. Welcome to the Usama podcast featuring Joe Garrix. <laughs> Joe's my guest tonight. How are you doing, Joe? I'm doing well. I'm having a great night. <laughs> Chilling. This was fun. It's a great show. You, 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 you whipped them up nicely. You fucking, nobody gets love for the, being the host. Host fucking killed it. Yeah, no, we... The, the, uh, the whole show is the host. If the, if, the, if the headliner has a good set, that means the host did the job to get the headliner there. Well, uh, I don't know if that's always necessary or true, but uh, I appreciate I, it. I disagree. I, I think nobody, Host is the only blue-collar job in comedy. I and think, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it's all pretty blue-collar. Uh, headliner is a close second. I just think hosting literally is, feels like work. Oh yeah, no. You know what? It literally is backbreaking. Honestly, sometimes. sometimes it does, and sometimes it doesn't. I was hosting. I hosted a show at New York Comedy mm-hmm. Club on Tuesday, and normally I don't. I, I produce a show. I normally try not mm-hmm. to host it, um, but I did host it, and you know it, that felt like work, like a showcase mm-hmm. with like you know eight nine comics going over right. back up every like ten minutes. That felt like work. Tonight didn't feel like work. Oh, was, Tonight, yeah, was I was nice, like, you know what? It just, I just, it gave me a chance to just talk to the audience, just have right. a conversation, and not worry about like material. And you know, I, I like having that here. It's fun. I think. Yeah, um, it was. It was. It was fucking great. People are great. They're going. They're going home, having a good time. It was. It was yeah. No. It, it was. It was fun, man. I'm really. Yeah. I was. Uh, I'm glad we we're finally able to get you here, and uh, looking forward to having you back for oh, sure. Dude, so great. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So the podcast, uh, as I was telling you, you know, it's it's a hustle, mm-hmm. and it's just about you know, kind of, I guess, the blue collar nature of this yeah. shit, like how you gotta gotta make money, you gotta find work, and uh, you know, just talk to comics here about uh, kind of their path. Oof. So, uh, how are you making your money these days? Well, you know, Joe, tell me a, about your money. It's a hustle. Joe. <laughs> well, it, it's always <laughs> a hustle. Oh, it's always a hustle, Joe. You already know. Um, yeah, man, uh, fucking right now I'm doing okay money wise. Um, uh, I got the side gig. I got the tutoring job. It's like 120 an hour. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, nice. Tutor, like rich white kids. Oh, that's sweet. Um, what are you tutoring them in? I tutor them in math. So everything from seventh grade math to like college math. That's uh, awesome. The kid needs, I know? could see you being a, a great tutor I'm as pr- well. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Yeah. It's all about empathy. Te- good teaching is just, what does the kid not know? Ask him questions that reveal what he doesn't know mm-hmm. and help him know that. Yeah. Not teach him a thing. He listens, nods, and then doesn't remember shit. Yeah. That's the main thing people get wrong with teaching is like you have to find out literally on in real time what this kid does not know. Mm-hmm. So you can help him know it. That's the only thing teaching is. Yeah. It's not you tell him what you know. That's literally just a speech. Yeah. No, that, that makes a lot of sense. I never you know? thought of it that way, but I've uh, also never had to teach anybody. That's, that's, that's what it is. I, I think a lot of the, you know, and you get these like moms and dads who try to teach their kids um, math and they get frustrated. Because when you know something and a, a, someone doesn't know it, and you're trying to teach them that shit, it's the most angering thing. I don't know if you've ever tried that. Oh, yeah. Teaching, like, literally fractions to a kid who doesn't know, it's like, it's like I'm going to kill you. I'm going <laughs> to kill you. Um, but it's one of those things where you have, to have the patience and just kind of chill. You were there so once. So basically you get paid to be patient. That's what it is. That's, That's literally cool. what it is, bro. And uh, when I first came here, I didn't have that job. It was just like, you know, stealing food from grocery stores and just, like, living that poor-ass Aladdin life, you know? Yeah. Just um, every day was a, like a struggle and a hustle, um, but it wasn't it wasn't a bad thing. I, I wasn't more sad about it because I was living my life. I was doing comedy four times a day. I was I, I came here to do comedy. Yeah. And yeah, I was poor. I was living in a crack den for like no money, you know. And it was like one of those things where I could save rent if I didn't if I didn't pay eight hundred dollars a month. I could just live in this crack den and just like not pay money. I feel like if you want to be like an excellent comic, you almost have to like be in New York yeah. and live like that for a while and just be like 
fuck it, this is all I can do is comedy. Right. Like I feel like if you if you don't do that, you know, there's going to be limitations to right. to how good you can get. Like right. I never had that kind of commitment to it. I I would never be like, oh, this is like. I love doing it, but I also like having a life, you right, know. Right, so. right, right. That's what it is. I mean, Joe, you, Joe, you're you're, just a, you're a very funny guy, and you're kind of like got a good head on your shoulders, which is yeah. why you bounced. You know what I'm saying? Like you're like, yeah, this is a little <laughs> crazy. I have a wife that I love, which is probably the only thing that really mattered. Like you won. Comics think oh, I'm a fucking comic, dude. I fucking I'm a I'm a journeyman. It's like no, no, no. Having love in your life is the yeah. Way. No, I wouldn't want to do it, man. Like I I wouldn't want to be on the road. But you know what's been good is. You know, with what we have going on here, I've kind of found like a, a decent path. So, right. um, you know, that said, though, I have a lot of respect uh, for comics like you who, you know, do that and are just like getting those four spots in in the night. Right. Like, you know, I, I, you can see it paying off, like watching right. you perform. Like you can see, you know, how finely tuned you are, you know, and how good you are at that you, because of that work. Thank so, you, thank you, thank you. no, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like I... It was never a hardship. People like to say, what hardships you go through. Stealing food was not a hardship. It was just a necessity. It was something I just did because I had to. Yeah. It was never a thing where I'm like, oh, no, woe is me. I'm a Dickensian orphan, you know, like with this sort of <laughs> monologue. I just did my shit. I, it was like, how do I do the most comedy per day? Yeah. That's all it was. That was the only goal. And if I got there, that was the win. Yeah. So I was making People say I'm making it now. I was making it when I first came to New York. Because when I made it to New York, that was my life was like, oh, you're doing this now. You crossed the Rubicon. You're fucking in this. Yeah. And that's when the making it started. Yeah. Everything else now is just bonus from from the beginning. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's that's a uh, it's awesome and it's an awesome outlook. Just like yeah, when, once you jumped in, in, in ten years it won't be. You that know, was like, it. I'm still in the same. Hey, Joe. Yeah. Thanks for having me again. Uh, my career's in the shitter, but you know it's all about outlook. <laughs> does it does it feel uh, like work to you sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You, uh, someone who says that's not is being very uh, stupid and, and un- unreal. When did it start? When was when did it start feeling like work to you? It's not work right now all the time. There are days where I'm not funny. But like, when funny. was like the first? Because I um, have a theory on this. Okay, okay. It was maybe the I'm first day I was doing a club I didn't like, like maybe a shitty club, and I was like, "This is gonna be bad." Yeah. And I gotta do a lot of time. Was this a paid a, spot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a paid spot. The one you hate. You know, <laughs> that's uh, that's what I was thinking about. Like, uh, I was thinking about, like, when you're, you know, struggling for those spots, you're just like taking any show you can get. And then like bar spot, you know, you're not getting paid. It doesn't feel like work. And then you start getting paid and it becomes less fun. Like, how fucking <laughs> crazy is that? It is weird. That just like money takes the fucking fun out of it. It does. And here's the thing. Once you get there, you got to revert back into the fun. Like everyone gets that moment. Like, oh, God, this is like. Like I don't feel like being funny, and I have to be funny. Yeah, these people paid money, and I have to be funny at seven thirty. That's yep. what Chris Rock's right. Being a comedian is being funny at seven thirty on a Friday. That's what you have to be funny on a dime. Yep. Once I realized that, I was like, "Yo, this is the job. The job is not woe is me. I'm an artist. The job is if you paid money, make them laugh. Yeah, that is the transaction. Mm-hmm. So once I realized that, you're like, okay, how do I make my mind go to a place where I can always be funny? Mm-hmm. And that comes from love and empathy like if you don't if i don't feel like doing the the show i'll be like yo they came out to see the show they came for me they came for us we are here for them Mm -hmm. this is a a beautiful transaction let's make it beautiful yeah so if i can get into that space and you have those mantras i get back to a place of love and place of fun and place of joy and i can do the the job that i need to be doing yeah that's awesome man yeah i uh I usually still find joy in it, but it, but it, it's just occasionally you have that. And you're like, oh, oh for shit, sure, you know, ninety nine percent of the time is like the best thing in the world. 
one percent, you're like, man, this I'm not ready to do thirty minutes. Yeah, it's a lot of time for these people who suck. Mm-hmm. Not here. They look. This no, way. yeah. Well, I'll be telling. Like even here, sometimes like you know, sometimes there's nights I'm like looking at them like, ah, we got like you know, maybe it's not as big of a crowd as right. usual, and I'm like, ah, I don't really want to go out there. It's <laughs> Friday night, you know. I'm gonna spend two hours there or, uh you know uh then there's nights where i really look forward to it and yeah. it, you know i like tonight i knew you were coming i'm like yeah. oh this is gonna be a fun night oh, i was uh i was looking forward to it Thank you, uh other times i'm like ah what the fuck man Name really, names. who do you hate really like to who watch do you hate joe <laughs> who do no, you it's hate not, it's, not, it's not even it's not even like when it's people that i hate um i don't hate anybody um there's people i would not have back <laughs> there's nobody i hate <laughs> we'll talk after the show <laughs> after the but uh no it's more um you know it's more that there's certain people then I'm like, oh, you know, that's they're there. I definitely like want to be there. Like uh, Eric Newman and oh, I love Eric. And uh, when he's here with like Dan uh, Altano and uh, Frank Fabia, all, all like those guys. guys are just like they're fun. I know it's gonna be a funny show. Yeah, yeah. I know it's gonna be a good hang. So there's just like you know, there's people like that that I I'm like, all right, this is gonna be fun. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and then you know that's you know it's a lot of the time, but it's not yeah. all the time. Yeah. So no, I, I get you. And also some of these. Like, New York is my home, so I always feel good in New York, doing the hustle, doing the grind. Yeah. I got into a place now where if I'm away from New York for too long, I lose, like, I start getting anxious. Like, I need New York now. Yeah. How often are you on the road now? Uh, I road once every two weeks, maybe three weeks. Yeah. Um, uh, I try to stay in New York as much as possible. I, it's one of those things where, like, I don't need the money right now, so let me just New York it up and yep. become, like, a New York killer and become a New York name and as much as possible. Yeah. And well, then when I blow... You're certainly doing that. Thank you, my guy. Yeah. Uh, and when I and then when I blow up, it'll be like, just it'll it'll, it'll I want to jump past the shitty road gig part, and go straight from New York to I'm a name and people come out to my shows part. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that that middle part seems like a sad fucking part. It's a uh, it's a lot of work. A lot of work. And pretty, I did the hustle. Pretty in New blue York. collar. Yeah, that's very blue collar. <laughs> it, you're a fucking desperado. You're just a you know you're just a fucking journeyman. Yeah. Um, traveling through saloon doors. You know, like <laughs> what's the rules of this town? I did that in New York. I had five years of hustle. Let me try to gain more and not go sideways. Because I feel like if I do the, the shitty road gig route, it'll be another lateral move. Yeah. As opposed to. Well, I feel like uh, you were like talking about that before, and it's kind of like about you know putting yourself in a position where you're bringing something into the club, like where you have that following right. and you built that up, and like when you go places, people are going to come, uh, you know, because they know you. Right. In a lot of ways, that I think is more important. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, then how funny you are. 100%. And it was one of those things where it's like, okay, it's unfortunately, for sure it's unfortunately, but now what? Am I going to cry about it? No. No, you just, now, these are the rules. Yeah, exactly. How do, I do, yep. how do I get this following? Okay, I'm star- I started that this year. Like, what are you doing? I'm doing a lot more Instagram stuff, mm-hmm. getting the content out there, promoing the shit out of it, you know, trying to just get a steady stream of content. Like, this, is what I, this is what I do. You get the vibe from yep. Instagram. Come out to see the jokes, you know, and trying to get to that place where uh, I can make new jokes quick. That mm-hmm. seems like also a thing that you need to make sure you happen. Like once you start touring, you start burning material over the country. Next time you do the tour, you want to make sure you have a new hour, and that requires the ability to produce yeah. new shit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to, I'm trying to, you know, get to that space. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah, man. So uh, what's uh, what, what's the next big thing for you? What's coming up that you're excited about? A uh, couple of couple of shows I'm really pumped about. Just in different clubs, different private events. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a fun show. Um, going to LA to work a pilot, not, not like work it, but like shop it around. That's the next step right yeah. there. Uh, I got a, a company trying to get me to do an album and a special, not like Netflix or anything here like that, but one that really does well for the comics and they get money off serious and XM and stuff like that. So 
Take you on the works. That sounds like a uh, a lot of different irons in the fire. A little bit. It's, it's low key stuff right now. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not big dog shit. Uh, I don't think the industry is like, oh, Sama, come on in. It's not, that's not the thing right now. Whatever. You know, be yeah. the guy who kills the hardest in every room all the time. Yeah. And I think things will, will come through. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're uh, you're definitely hustling. Just a girl, one second. Yeah, no, no. Who hey, is she? oh, you look so good. Hold on. I'm going to podcast, but damn. Damn. <laughs> Woo! I feel like uh, I'm missing out. I'm, I'm right, looking at the room. Hey, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> you can't be looking this good when I'm on public. This is really happening now, guys. This is really happening. I'll see you later. Okay, go. Quinceanera. Quinceanera vibes right here. Are you 15? Am I a pedophile? Oh, my God. Okay. She looks older than 15. Okay. Oh, girl, yo, uh, stay in that. Uh, I'll, I'll call you back. Okay, bye. <laughs> um. So, uh, well, can I... Kind of went off the tracks <laughs> there. <laughs> Did I throw you off? Where were we? Um, Why people love the phrase went off the tracks? You guys love railroad-based imagery. Oh, know? yeah. How else would you Pump say the it? Brakes. Well, how else would you say uh, uh Shit went crazy. Shit went crazy? <laughs> shit I don't know fan. if it was like shit went crazy. I don't know if shit hit the fan. <laughs> one is a higher level than what's happened here, uh, and one is more terrible than the that. The only idiom applicable was off the tracks. That's, <laughs> That's Yeah, let me know. It was you, on the rails. It was off the tracks. We, we were, and we're off the rails now. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the tracks? Are we on? Okay. So, uh, all right. So, I think we covered uh, what you have coming up next, uh, and you mentioned the Instagram thing that you're building up. What yep. was your uh, handle? At Usama Bin Laughing with a U. Not, no, I always make this to people. I didn't get the Osama Bin Laughing. It was already taken. It's U-S-A-M-A-B-I-N-L-A-U-G-H-I-N. Follow a bitch. And follow my podcast, Your Mango Band. That's what I do. Check him out, guys. And definitely, if you have the opportunity, if you're in New York or if he is in your city, check him out. He's a fantastic stand-up. Usama, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, bro. Peace. Thanks for listening to the It's a Hustle podcast. If you enjoyed the listen, please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast. Uh, special thanks to Eric Donnelly of the Alternate Roots for our amazing theme song, to Brendan Ruane at Light Switch Advisor for our website and social media needs. Check him out if you need any help in those areas. And of course, to Vans who provide all of our footwear. Have a good one.